Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 30, and this is the fourth installment in a series I'm calling Bookkeeping 101, where my goal is to help freelancers, coaches, solopreneurs learn the language of bookkeeping on the path to becoming your own CFO. Now, this series started in episode 27 of the Mark Butler Show, so if you want to catch every installment of the Bookkeeping 101 series, go to iTunes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, and then you won't miss any of the bookkeeping goodness that I'll be sharing with you in upcoming episodes. Now, in episode 27, where we started this series, I talked about how the transactions are the truth in any business, and we store specific pieces of information about every transaction so that we can then roll that data up into useful reports. In episode 28 and 29, I talked about how money gets into the business through revenue and through capital contributions, how money gets back out of the business through business expenses and owner distributions, and I talked about how we deal with loans from a bookkeeping perspective, not from a strategic perspective, but just how do we record loans as they arrive in a business, as that money comes into the business, and also how do we keep track of the payments that that go back to reduce the balance of that loan over time. So check out episodes 27, 28, and 29 to get caught up on the Bookkeeping 101 series. And today I want to talk about a simple daily bookkeeping workflow that you can implement immediately and use for the rest of your time as a business owner. Now, the reason I call this a daily workflow, even though it would also work weekly, monthly, quarterly, or in a worst case scenario, yearly, I call it a daily workflow because if you really want to learn the language of bookkeeping, stay completely clear in where you are in your finances on any given day, then you need to be in your numbers often, as often as daily. Sometimes people ask me, how can I get comfortable and proficient in working with my own numbers? It's like learning any language. The more immersed you are in the language, the more quickly you will develop fluency. So if you will implement this workflow, it will only cost you three, five, seven, maybe 10 minutes a day, and you will very quickly become fluent in the language of your numbers in your business. The daily bookkeeping workflow breaks down into four steps. No matter what software you use, You will need to go through these four steps. You may change the order a little bit, but these four steps are going to be part of any effective bookkeeping workflow. And these four steps are import, balance, categorize, and reconcile. The first step, import, is when we go out and we retrieve all of the new transactions from every bank account that relates to our business. So let's pause and talk about that for a second. Your future business owning self, future you will thank you for completely separating business transactions from personal transactions. So when I say go retrieve all new transactions from relevant business accounts, I mean your business credit card, your business checking account. And inside your business credit card and your business checking account, we will only find business transactions. Your business is a completely distinct entity. It has its own needs. It has its own goals. And because it has its own needs and its own goals, it needs its own container for its, its transactions. You as an individual have different needs and different goals from your business. They're aligned with the goals and the, and the values in your business, but they're not exactly the same. So respect the different goals, values, and needs of your business by giving it its own containers for its transactions, business checking account, business credit card, business PayPal account. And in your personal life, same story, personal credit card, personal checking account, personal PayPal account. It may be impractical to separate these things 100%, but it's not impractical to do it 99%. Yes, there will be that moment where you're at the store and you forgot your personal debit card, so you use your business card. Not a big deal. 
But if you have a constant and chronic overlap of business transactions and personal transactions in the same accounts, you will find it very difficult to check in with the financial health of your business because you'll be constantly trying to parse what's for the business and what's for personal. And by the same token, you'll also have a really hard time getting a sense for where you are in your, in your personal finances. So business checking account, business credit card, business transactions, personal checking account, personal credit card, personal transactions. Start there. And in your first step in the bookkeeping workflow, you'll be going into your business checking account, business credit card, business PayPal account, maybe Stripe, whatever else you use, retrieving those transactions and getting them into your favorite financial software. This is the step that I call import. Now, let me just take a small aside here and talk about financial software. We all probably assume that the banks just have some sort of special programming magic going on that lets the financial software stroll in, retrieve the relevant data, stroll back out, and display it nicely in the financial software. That's not how it works. Banks make it very, very difficult for financial software to retrieve transaction data. If you were to think, what is the worst, least reliable, buggiest, junkiest way for software to retrieve transaction data from banks, what you'd come up with is exactly what happens with 99% of financial software out there. Because the banks don't open these nice doors for the software to come in and get the transaction information. So I bring this up because with almost any financial software that you use, you will be constantly having to refresh your login credentials, put in a new security code, uh, wait patiently as your software says, we're having trouble connecting to your bank. The reason they're having trouble connecting is because it's this antiquated, buggy, likely to break process for getting the data out of your bank and into your favorite software. That's why I always tell people, Yes, you want software that does a reasonably good job of retrieving your bank information, but you also need to educate yourself about how to go into your bank account, export a transaction history, and then import that transaction history into your software. You just need to have that as a backup plan because sooner or later, and probably sooner and probably often, the direct connection between your software and your bank account will break, and you'll want to have a way to get the information into your software without having for that connection to start working again. So step one in the bookkeeping process is to retrieve all new transactions that have happened since the last time you updated your books, retrieve them from the relevant bank accounts, and get them into your financial software. Step two in the bookkeeping process is balance. And balance means confirm that the information that you just imported into your favorite financial software exactly matches what is showing in your bank. So all that needs to happen here is after you import the data from your bank into your favorite financial software, you look in your financial software and you see that the posted balance in your software matches the posted balance at the, in the bank. And once those two numbers match, you know that you have accurate and complete financial information in your software and you can move on to the next step in the process. Now I know how simple that sounds. I know it sounds simple to just click the import button and they'll look you know, the bank account online says I have $100 and the software says I have $100 and I'm good to go. And when your business is small and simple and you don't have a lot of transactions and you don't have a lot of bank accounts, that's going to be true 99% of the time. I will tell you that for business owners who do their own bookkeeping and for many, many bookkeepers, this step, this step of balancing to make sure what I have in my software exactly matches what I have in the bank 
This is the single biggest stumbling block that people face. I already told you that almost all financial software struggles to retrieve the information from the bank accounts. Well, sometimes transactions go missing. And you ask yourself, well, how does that happen? Well, I don't know. But even with some of the biggest banks in the world, I will find that the automated transaction retrieval skips transactions or the balances don't match. I think one of the biggest underappreciated skills of, of the best bookkeepers out there is that they are really on the ball about making sure that every transaction that happened in your business bank accounts is correctly recorded in your software. The good news is when your business is small and you have relatively few transactions and relatively few bank accounts, the very large majority of the time, you'll do a quick import from your bank. You'll see that that information in your software now matches exactly what's in the bank and you'll be done with the balance step. So we've imported transactions, we've balanced the accounts to make sure that everything's matching up, and the next step is to categorize. Now, I say categorize. Lots and lots of bookkeepers in the world would say code. And what we're talking about when we say coding transactions or categorizing transactions is simply applying the right label to every single transaction based on what job it did in the business. So if Jane Doe made a payment to me for $500 for my services that I provided her, I'm going to categorize or code that as a specific type of revenue. If I bought a new microphone from Amazon for my podcast, I'm going to code that transaction or categorize that transaction as office supplies, for example. But that's the next step. Once I've imported all the data and I've balanced the accounts, the next step is to apply the correct label to every single transaction so that it's accurately ref reflected in the reports we'll talk about in future episodes. But after I've imported and balanced and categorized all my transactions, I'm almost finished with my daily bookkeeping workflow because the very last step is to reconcile. Now, different software handles this in different ways, but the idea behind reconciling is that you are officially declaring this block of transaction history, this data as accurate and complete. Some software lets you click a specific button that says this is now officially reconciled. Other software will tell you once you've finished the categorization process, it will say, good job, you've now reconciled, you're finished. But the idea is, at some point in the future, my accounts may get out of balance, I, I may find that I have some extra transactions that don't belong in there, or that I'm missing some transactions, and I'll need to go back through the history to kind of clean up the mess. If I'm diligent about reconciling the data every day or every week, or at the very latest every month, then I'll mark these points in time that tell me everything before this point in time, everything was perfect. We locked it down. We acknowledged it's accurate, it's complete, and it's reconciled. So if we're looking for mess, we don't have to look before this, this line. So reconciliation is just our way of acknowledging in the financials that the information is totally accurate and totally complete. And that's it. Those are the four steps. Import the data, balance the accounts to make sure everything matches, categorize the transactions or code the transactions, and then reconcile the block of transactions and the bank accounts that you just worked with. And the next time you update your financials, you'll be doing the same thing. Import, balance, categorize, reconcile. The more often you do this, the easier it will be. I know that there are lots and lots of tasks that we do in our businesses and in our lives that lend themselves really well to batching. And by batching, I mean, somebody says, I record six podcast episodes on the same day. I write a month of newsletters on the third Thursday of the month, and I get it all done. Bookkeeping does not lend itself as well to batching. And the reason is 
the more data you're dealing with, the more likely it is that you will A, struggle to get your accounts to balance, B, incorrectly code or categorize specific transactions, and as a result, C, struggle to accurately reconcile the information. So the more often you do it, the fewer the transactions you're dealing with in any giving bookkeeping session, the easier it will be to balance, to categorize, and to reconcile that information. It's just another reason that it's so beneficial to do this often, especially in the early days of your, of your life as a, your own bookkeeper, your own CFO. Trying to batch this and trying to say, I'm just going to do my books on the first day of the month or on the first day of the quarter, for example, makes it much more likely that you will not be able to get your accounts to balance. You will get frustrated. You'll throw up your hands. And you'll say, bookkeeping is too hard and it's too complicated. I can't do this. And then you'll throw up your hands. You won't, you won't do the bookkeeping. And you also won't hire a bookkeeper, which just puts you back in that procrastination cycle so that in March or April, you're scrambling again to get the books done, which brings you all this unnecessary stress in March and April and gives you this low-level anxiety that you walk around with the whole year because you know you're procrastinating your bookkeeping, and it's going to have to be done eventually. The other reason it's so beneficial to do your books daily or maybe weekly is that you will get familiar with your favorite software. Software has its own quirks. It has its own workflows. It has its own best practices. And if you're only in a piece of software every three months or heaven forbid, every 12 months, you'll never get good at the tool. Pretty regularly, I'll get tagged in different discussions in groups about what's the best financial software. I don't really have a strong opinion about this. There's certain software that I really hate, but that's probably because I'm used to a different workflow. There's certain software that I love, but again, probably because I'm used to a specific workflow. The right tool is the tool that you will use regularly. As you use it regularly, you'll feel at home in it, and then you won't feel intimidated by it, and then you won't procrastinate your bookkeeping. So yes, in another episode, We'll dive deep into why my favorite software is my favorite software and what your other options are. That's all great. But the right financial software for you is the one that you will use. All right, so summarizing this whole thing, your daily bookkeeping workflow is to import all the new transactions from all the relevant bank accounts. And hopefully that means your business checking account, your business credit card, your business PayPal, because you've got a clean separation between business and personal. Balancing the accounts, meaning confirming that the information in your software matches the information posted online, categorizing all those transactions or coding them, which means applying the correct label to each transaction based on the job it did in the business, and then reconciling all that information, which just means declaring the block of transactions, the block of information that you just worked on, accurate and complete up to the moment. And I don't care what software you use, as long as you use it often and master it. Now, if you're looking for more detail about how to implement a daily bookkeeping workflow, I do have a program called Let's Do the Books that shows you my preferred workflow in my preferred software. If you want to learn more about that, go to letsdothebooks.com, put your email address in, I'll send you some free lessons, and you'll have the, the chance to sign up for a few hours with a video training that walks you through my bookkeeping workflow and how you can implement it for yourself. But For the time being, I hope you're having a fantastic week, and I look forward to talking to you in the next installment of Bookkeeping 101 on The Mark Butler Show. I'll talk to you next Friday.